News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you. And we hope you're having a good Sunday morning here in the studios. Uh, joining us, Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. Good morning, and thank you for being here. No problem. All right. Also here, it's our buddy Brad Lawler, who is the owner of Home Team Inspection Service, 357-0813. They are phenomenal. They come in with a team. They're the number one Home Team Inspection Service in the country. Incidentally, we also have, if you want... Um, a booklet we can send out to you concerned about a home inspection. Our home team inspection service has a report to what to expect during inspection. Send me an email, bob at com with the word inspection. I'll send that out to you. Brad, thanks for being here. Hey, great. Good morning. Good and, did you, and did you mention it's a team of vets as we're getting ready to go veterans, through this yeah, July 4th vets. celebration Sorry, right, to yeah. celebrate our country? Quite right. a few veterans will. Still uh, a couple yeah. of weeks away, but yeah, you got Come it. Come in. Yeah. Good. All right. So coming up in just a couple of minutes, 10 ways you're accidentally poisoning your home. I thought you'd find this one interesting. Yeah. Brad. Yeah. Uh, poisoning your home. So let's go right to the phones, find out what the latest is. And to start with, a problem. Radon. So let's review. Colorless, odorless gas, second leading cause of lung cancer. First, First leading yeah. cause of lung cancer oh, now for a non-smoker. Non-smoker. For the non-smoker, right. Got it. Yeah. It's a byproduct. It's, a, it's radioactive decay from the... Uh, the rock on which we all live. In yeah, this so area. we sit on a bed of limestone. In some mm-hmm. areas, it's porous. Some areas, it is solid. If it's solid right. underneath your home, the gas cannot get through it. But if it's right. porous, it percolates up and it comes into your home. That's correct. Yep. So we now we all know. When you on Chuck, when you went ahead and bought your house, did you have a radon test? Absolutely. Okay, Greg, you did too. I did yep. too. Okay. Problem is, we. We in, we think the radon testers are all the same. They're not. They're not all the same, no. Explain what you go through. What type of tester do you use? Okay, so Home Team uses a state-of-the-art tester called a, an AirThings Corentium Pro. It is an active, continuous radon monitor. Uh-huh. So this machine has the ability to detect radon. Uh, it will provide you with an hourly report, uh, during the period of the test, the period of the test for a real estate transaction is going to be a minimum of 48 hours. Uh-huh. Uh, of course, we can do long-term testing with the same type of machine, but for real estate, we're looking at 48 hours. And this machine will give you uh, radon readings every hour. It'll give you your average reading across the period of the test. It also detects any sort of tampering with the device. So if it's been moved, it's been tipped, uh, it senses the temperature, it senses the pressure, uh, it senses humidity levels. So I can tell whether or not the machine's been, say, the seller's attempting to fake the test and they try to move it somewhere else in the house. Uh-huh. These machines will pick it all up. Okay. There's a couple of different types of machines that are used by home inspectors and radon mitigation companies that are very advanced like that. Many home inspectors don't, because those are very expensive machines, they don't use them. They different what's called a passive. Uh, type of radon monitor. And that is usually a charcoal disc. It's a charcoal um, uh, liquid scintillation vial, uh, or it is a is an electret um, ion chamber. So you're probably wondering, well, what is more information I want to know? Well, maybe yeah. and maybe not, because if you're going to sell your home or you're buying a home, you want to check 
to if you're paying for a radon test, which yeah. runs about a hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, about that yeah. depends yeah. depends on the type of equipment they're using. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, probably a home team test is a little more expensive because I've got more expensive equipment that I'm using. Yeah, gives you better information, but it also gives the buyer that peace of mind knowing that they didn't falsify the test by moving it somewhere else in the house or maybe even even outside. Um, and, you know, sellers are concerned about it, and we see all sorts of things that, that happen. Uh, so, yeah, we, yep. I mean, we would always recommend the, the higher-end equipment, but right. not every inspector uses that type of equipment. So a couple of weeks ago, one of our listings, a buyer hired an inspector. The inspector comes in with, what, with what's called an EPERM. EPERM, yeah, that's yeah. the, the Electret ion uh, chamber. Yep. So he the, the radon was high. He sends me the test. The agent does, and I go, okay. Well, where's the graph? Right. Where's the hour by hour number? Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. He goes, oh, we don't do that. Right. So I call the inspector. He has the inspector call me. He says, oh, this is the best thing out there. This is what you, mm-hmm. you you don't want anything else. This is what we use. Right. So no, no, I want to see because my seller wants to see what the numbers are hour by hour. Right. If you take your car to have it serviced, and the service says that whatever place you're going, you need this, 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 and this, they're going to give you an itemized bill of what was done to the car to bring it up to a thousand bucks, right? Right. So why can't you, as an inspector, a radon inspector, give me a rundown of what the numbers are hour by hour? This guy gives me this song and dance. So I talked with Brad, and then I called my buddy Jay Craft, who owns Aqualock. Your thoughts about EPERMs compared to the continuous uh, monitor? Anytime that you test and can't see the hourly results, you're shortcutting the system because you don't have all of the data available to make an intelligent summary. When we run that continuous radon monitor, you have the, the hourly radon uh, um, levels. You have the you know barometric pressure, temperature, humidity, all that stuff is available. You can make a, a very intelligent assessment at that point. Greg? And that's something I learned, actually, when Brad came out to do the test. He personally came out because we're buddies and he wanted yeah. to come say oh, hi. Yeah. Uh, but he was showing me that we had a, a big rain the night before and yeah. the barometric pressure went up. Right. And that actually made the number higher because it's forcing. Yeah, the pressure went down. The pressure the went down. down. The radon yes, level yes, went the radar, up. Yes. So the point is, it's full disclosure. You need to be able to see these items. I think it's important for both seller and buyer to yeah. understand this. And this other inspector with the Z-perm, you know, that's fine. You, whatever you want to do, you know. Comes with a flux capacitor. Yeah, you're, you're boring us with, like your, that, with, yeah. your, with your talk about something that is not state-of-the-art. Why would you do that? Why wouldn't you get the best stuff? That's what I was trying to get Chuck back involved with the flux capacitor, but yeah. he's more. Yeah, exactly. he's, he's, yeah. Maybe more Star so Trek references. Thing. Next Here, all I would say for all, <laughs> all, all of our listeners and your friends and your friends' friends and relatives, you want to be cognizant when you hire an inspector, you want to ask what type of radon monitor are you using? It yeah. is the suggestion from Brad, Home yeah. Team, and many other people who do the testing to make sure it's a continuous monitor with a printout of what the numbers are. Yeah, the, you want the hourly reading. You want one that's that shows any sort of tampering with it. That's the important part. You know, you the door sure was opened, and for it, some reason, yeah, the, the you'll draft. see the temperature rise. Right. Well, I mean, you know, that yeah. that prevents somebody from moving it outside yeah. too. Yep, uh, and yeah. and just in case they say, oh, I use an e-perm system, tell them, well, I'd rather have a hair perm system if you don't mind. <laughs> it's that type of ridiculousness. 
Yeah, just a reminder that if uh, you are thinking about selling your home and you want to see what people are saying about what we do, go to LouisvilleZillow.com or LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. They'll see the video there and the reviews on Zillow. Can I interject a question about radon? Yeah, I had three different people ask me the same question in the last couple of weeks. Namely, do you do a radon test if the house is on a slab? Yes. Yes. We 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 uh, yeah. we're seeing that more and more. And is we it had, normal or is it? Is a little. So we, I'll let you we, answer that. So we find radon in homes with basements, homes on crawl spaces, and homes on slabs. We find them in condos on slabs. It's it, you, it can be in any type of building. Now it's it's harder to find it on a slab because it's on the same floor that doors and windows yes. are opening right, opening right. all the time. We just had one that we're in the process of selling that was a slab, and it did come above uh, above four pico curies. Mm-hmm. So that's the answer well, to that. there you go. Yeah. Like I said, yeah. I had three people. Say that. Yeah. I presume yeah. it would be the case. But yeah. uh, anyhow, now we have the answer. There you go. Back to the phones. Good morning. Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. It's John. Yeah. Uh, my brother uh, has a lien against him, and he is the beneficiary of the home, and I'm wanting to see how that's going to affect things. Interesting question. So Chuck, lien against a the person. brother? Yeah, yeah people... Uh, there are liens that can be against people. There are liens that can be against things, and there are liens that can be against both. Uh, when he says a lien against his brother, I'm presuming it's something along the lines of a judgment lien. That is to say, somebody sued him, got a judgment, you file a lien. That attaches to that person, and it attaches to anything that is after acquired. That is to say, if he buys a house, if he comes into ownership of a house, that lien sticks to that property and has to be paid before you can sell it that simple now when you're talking about an estate and he's a beneficiary Uh that creates a different kind of scenario if it's a specific bequest i want brother a to have the house at this address period that gives you a few moments of pause as opposed to he's one of many beneficiaries the question is who's selling the property is it the uh is it the executor of the estate that's selling the property in that case we'll be fine because the guy never vested in title. But if at any moment he vests in title, that lien sticks to the property and has to be resolved. Before the before family the gets before and the before family gets dispersion of of the funds. Whatever right. the money might be. Uh, for instance, and it gets pretty ugly. You yeah. can have a hundred thousand dollar house, seven heirs, if the title vests in the heirs and the lien is against the one person and it's a $70,000 lien, you don't take 70000 and divide it by seven mm-hmm. and pay the 10000 to the creditor. The creditor wants all of it. Got it. So it affects everybody all right. so if they vest. That's, that's the question. Let's drive this home for everybody who's listening right now, and that includes me in terms of my will, Brad, everybody. Chuck, if you're writing the will, how do you protect your client against something like this happening? How should the will be worded? Well, and it's not just the will, because this okay. also comes up. People like to try and sidestep their estate planning, yeah. and they'll say, oh, I want to put my son on my deed with me in joint survivorship. See how we have the same voice for uh, yeah, yeah, our, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, And it's like, wait a minute. That means, A, you can't do anything without having your son involved, and if any liens hit the son, then they hit the property as well. Uh-huh. So uh, something to keep in mind there. Uh, but it depends. If you want to give uh, a kid something and you want it to be that specific item, you, know, you take that risk. So is there something that should be said then? Uh, and I want to wrap this but up. You, but but you, point, yeah. you, you point it out to the client. You say, hey, you know, if you do it this way, this is the possible end result. 
uh, I'm a pessimist by personality and profession. So the idea is we think about the absolute worst case scenario. You tell me this is what you want to do. I'm going to tell you how you can get there, but I'm also going to tell you all the problems that you're going to run into if you do it that way. Good. And suggest other ways. Chuck's number, in case you want to reach out to him and get more information about this, because I'm sure some people in our audience are going, well, well how do we protect ourselves and our family? 499-6360 is Chuck's number. We'll be giving out again a little later on. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekolder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hey, Bob, this is David. Yeah. I'm about to sell my house and I'm concerned about my Federal Pacific Electrical Panel. I heard there are problems with them. What information can you give me? Yeah, if you can Google this, right, Brad, it's all yeah. over the Most internet. agents in Louisville, uh, new agents, are one of the first things they're taught about is, is Federal Pacific yeah. Panels and yeah. boxes. They all, they all seem to know about FPE or Federal Pacific, or uh-huh. they're, like, they're also called stab lock. So we're all talking about the same panels. It's a panel when you open it up, you've got a bunch of orange tabs. And rather than being pushed to the center to turn them on, they're all flipped to the outside. Uh-huh. You know, you got an FPE panel. The problem with the FPE panels, they haven't been sold in the States since the 80s. Uh, there was a settlement that was made. Federal Pacific stopped producing them here. They are still making them in Canada. The challenge that you have now is, yes, they, they tend to um, have some problems with overheating. But every panel is a little bit different. Every every home it's installed in, there's still thousands of them in Louisville. The homes are not burning down every night. But you cannot get parts for them anymore. So if you have a breaker that's gone bad, mm-hmm. you can't replace it. Well, I, I've heard you can, but they're very they're expensive. They're very, very expensive. 100 bucks for a and, 10 and you, amp. Yeah. That, and you're going to have to get them from Canada, which is the only place that they'll ship them in Are from. they still making them in Canada? Yeah. Did I hear something yeah. about so Yeah, what, they're still what selling the heck's in Canada. Going on? Are the tariffs allowing us to get them from Canada? I think, <laughs> I think, we, I think yeah. if the four of us get in a car, we drive to Canada, we buy a bunch of them, so here, and we can that make, would be illegal, yeah, Bob. But here, here's what, transporting of a circuit breaker? But these are panels that are almost 40 years old yeah. or older. Yeah. And so at this point, they really have gotten to the end of their life. Most electricians you know, that I talk to are just suggesting that they be replaced. Mm-hmm. It's not you know, an extraordinarily expensive replacement to make to put in a modern panel, maybe expand it a little bit, uh, just modernize the system, add a little bit of safety to it. But, yeah, we always recommend we see those to have an electrician come evaluate. Some electricians just automatically say replace it. Others will look at it, check the heat. They've got such they a bad say, rap. Nah, I've, I've had an inspector come in and, and mm-hmm. take a look and approve it, say it's okay, and the buyer's still back out just because of the yeah. just the notion and the fear. The, yeah, and, and, and it's you know it's thousand fifteen hundred bucks to replace a panel. Yeah, we had been told in the past that by having an electrician come in, a certified mm-hmm. licensed electrician. Mm-hmm. And certify the panel is still good in working order. Yes. That that would suffice and take care of any safety problems. I, is that true? I would think so. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what that's happened that's in a, this in this situation. Oh, okay. the buyer, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. It was certified. It was. Yeah. They said this is good to go. Seal of approval. Right. My license number. Buyer, okay. Buyer still yeah. didn't want because right. of just the perceived notion. Yeah. All right. So there you go. So that answers mm-hmm. that. Hopefully, I wish you the best on that, um, David. I know there's always a question about yeah. that. If you're looking to build a home, Claymont Springs in Oldham County offers gently rolling streets, a wide selection of flat, walkout, and treed lots with sidewalks, city sewers, underground utilities. It just may be the place for your next home. It's a wonderful neighborhood to raise family and friends over there and have them in for visiting, in addition to award-winning Oldham County schools. And it's right near Interstate 71 at Exit 14. If you want more information about Claymont Springs, give me a call. Three seven six five four eight three. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio eight forty WHAS. Hello. 
Hi, Bob. This is Tammy. Yeah. My question for you is uh, we are selling our home, and we're also in the process of buying a home. Um, say we put good faith money down on the home that we want uh, under the uh, conditions that the uh, buyers of our home, for whatever reason, they decide to back out of the deal. Where does that leave us? Chuck, on a legal issue, if they back out of the deal, what's the latest? Well, uh, it depends on how the contract's written. Uh, every contract is written differently, but if you're going to put money down as good faith on a house that you're buying, you would want to make it contingent upon selling your own house. You'd also want to make it contingent upon getting financing, which selling your house nine times out of ten uh, is uh, pretty much the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a bunch of things you want to make it contingent on. But I think you're right. It, it needs to be the contingent on the sale and closing yes, of, point. of your house. Yeah, a lot of people uh, have in their mind, what what does the word sell mean? Yeah. Uh, have you actually sold your house when you get a signed contract mm-hmm. or when it closes? Uh, so and there's always means, argument. And, so the, but technically, just to be yeah. clear... Sale and closing. Sale means it goes under contract. Uh, that's how most realtors look at it, right? And then closing means it's actually closed. Okay, <laughs> yes. so but, yeah, yeah, that's how we look I'm, at it. Yeah. This is this is the thing that I always say. Um, when you have real estate lawyers, realtors, we all work together on the same things. We all use the same shorthand. That shorthand goes out the window the moment a but, lawsuit arises. So the definition of a sale is the exchange of commodity for money. So if you are ding, exchanging ding, ding, ding. commodity you without money, you're not selling it. You have an ex- you have an executory contract is what you've got. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so the the yeah. the point being, uh, and I have this happen all the time when I when I've got say a, a litigating attorney showing up at a closing. Uh, you know, they look at the contract completely different than we do. We mm-hmm. look at it all mm-hmm. the time. We see how it's supposed to work. Mm-hmm. We become blinded to the fact that there are people that when they first look at this, they'll see all the contradictions. They'll see all the whatever that we in our heads have kind of pushed together to make work. Closed, uh, sold. You can't you, you can't make it perfect. Right. Yeah, but if someone has yeah. a problem like that, it comes to me, um, and I'm not an attorney. Mm-hmm. The first thing I say is, Chuck. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but sale and closing. Uh, I do yeah. like to see those two words together when realtors are, Makes are it clear talking, that, yeah. because then you realize that's when money has changed hands. Whereas, in my mind, sale is when money has You know, I need, I need to put you in contact with Joe Hayden, who's a buddy of mine. He's oh, a Joe's fellow great realtor. Guy. Great guy over at uh, REMAX Properties Easton. Joe is on the commission, and they're yeah. reformulating... Forms committee, yeah. The form uh, yeah. for con- about a contingency, mm-hmm. and they're thinking they're going to separate sale and closing, but maybe the definition needs to change from the word sale to something else that's more acceptable. It's an executory yeah. contract. Let's say Joe, Joe is, on this Sunday morning, really doing the Lord's work over there by helping this form okay. committee. Yeah, he's, he is, he's taking he's one taking for the team. Oh, he yeah. really is. Okay, let's uh, take a break. When we come back, we've got an interesting 10 ways you're accidentally poisoning your home in the studio We've got Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, who not only, as you may already have perceived, does closings, he also does wills, he helps a lot of people evict people, and as he always says, if he doesn't know what to do, he knows people who do oh, know. I what always to. know what to do. Oh, no, if okay. I don't do it, do it. I know if who does. If he doesn't does. do it, okay. Yeah, it it's then corrected. You can reach him at 499-6360. Also, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. They hire veterans. They come in as a team. They're the number one home team service in the country. They do a great job. And you can reach him at 357-0813. My son, Greg, who's amazing at marketing pictures and does a great job over at We Sell Louisville. And you can reach him on Instagram at We Sell Louisville. 
And you can reach me anytime, Bob Sekuller, 376-5483. Back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. 6360. This has been a paid advertisement. Hi, I'm Brad Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, the area's largest home inspection company. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, inspect thousands of homes in Louisville and Southern Indiana each year. And team makes all the difference. Extra sets of eyes and overlapping duties means a more thorough inspection and better value for you. Multiple teams mean we are able to inspect your home when you need it. Radon testing, home inspection, termite reports, one call does it all. Get the team. Get home team. Shopping for a home? The place to start is REMAX Properties East. Experienced, caring, top-producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. Here's a message from Shark Tank's Barbara Corcoran. You may have seen Wall Street hedge fund companies advertise that they'll pay you instant cash for your home. Well, I hope you're not considering leaving the sale of your home up to a website. Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. Selling your home is easy if you hire the right agent who can give you options. In Louisville, Bob Sekolar can bring you an immediate cash offer. He has a track record of getting sellers more money than the average agent. Find out what your home is really worth. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get your home sold. News Radio 840 WHAS. Thank you, Barbara Corcoran, Shark Tank fame. Yes, we now have uh, the Instant Offers. You can go to instantofferslouisville.com or louisvilleinstantoffer.com. Any combination of the which with S or not, we got it. You'll take us to the same page. Just uh, do that, and you also can call me. Most of our clients want to just simply get it listed and get it sold, and we will do that any which way you want. You can reach me at 376-5483. In the studio, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service at 357-0813. Also, Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. My son, Greg, who's over on Instagram, he does our 3D photography, he does our photography, our marketing, and you can reach him. Your favorite post location is? At- we sell Louisville. Okay. And you can reach me, as you know, already I told you. Okay, 10 ways you're accidentally poisoning your home. I want some participation, especially okay. from you, Brad. Mm-hmm. Press wood products like particle board, fiber board. They're popular materials for big box furniture and home building because they offer a cheap alternative to solid wood. The problem is, you know what it is? Off-gassing. Products are made. Manufacturers take bits and pieces of scrap wood, sawdust, press them together using chemical-laden glues, resins, Including formaldehyde. Yep. Problem with that stuff. It is so a problem. You've got to get rid of it, and hopefully mm-hmm. that helps you in the event that um, at least be aware of it. 
Wall-to-wall carpeting is another one. I was shocked, but the glues and dyes found in carpeting and rugs are a major source of volatile organic compounds, also known as VOCs. Right. Yeah, and I don't think it's as prevalent as it used to be. I think the manufacturers are, are lowering the VOC content. Yeah. But we do get a call, at least one call every two weeks from mm-hmm. someone who's moved into a new home, who's experiencing headaches and other problems that are likely coming from the off-gassing, from carpeting, from padding, uh, Can, and other glues and chemicals that are used when they build a home. It eventually will dissipate. Is but, there a test for this, Brett? Yeah, there is. It's a, it's a rather expensive test, but oh. it's a it's actually a VOC test. Uh, so, that we, someone that we come in do. that you hire and they we, sniff them? Yeah, we actually do it. Yeah. Right. Well, we send, we send one of our guys in first with a GoPro, and if he doesn't fall to the ground, then we, we go in behind him. But, do, do you tie uh, a rope around his ankle so you can pull him back out? out? Yeah, we do. Uh, we want to be careful. Safety first uh, and always. So. All right. Yeah, but, it, and, but seriously, that yeah. the, the indoor air pollution uh, can be the source of eye, nose, throat irritation, headaches, nausea, worsening of allergy symptoms. It goes on yeah. and on. Here's something. Uh, Chuck, what type of printers do you have at your office? <laughs> what's, what's so funny carbon uh, paper uh no i have three monks that sit in the back oh you with quill on. pens oh yeah i haven't got a clue you don't know they would be called laser printers they would be ink called whatever laser. the devil sherry laser. bought yeah Okay, so, here's the question. No, does does the does there an ink cartridge that goes back and forth? No, or no, they just no. Roll? they're okay, laser. So laser yeah. okay. yeah. most of us in businesses have laser printers, yes. but the printer that sits uh, to really is so highly and thought of. It also is a source of VOCs. The same mm-hmm. thing, ozone, other particulates. Some laser printers give off an ultrafine particle that could cause serious health problems, including heart and lung disease. See, when Sherry made me get rid of my monks uh, and put in those things, <laughs> right. this this is going to help me notice. get her to yeah, bring, my, bring, bring my guys back. Got it. They okay. would also sing every now and then. Oh, no, you should have. Uh, all right. Never mind. Air fresheners. Hey, how many of us have put those air fresheners in our home? I hate those. Okay, well. Smell clean, yep. right? They smell fresh, but you might be better off just opening the windows rather than relying on canned air fresheners. When used excessively in a small, unvented area, these products release toxic levels of pollu- pollutants, including ethylene-based glycol yep. yes. ethers. Yes. Glycol- yes. Stop spraying deodorant spray in a small locker room with others in the room. Oh, yeah. Just saying. That's just and the annoying. next thing you're going to tell me is cologne is bad for my health. That's a whole different story. These aerosols, okay. though, when you're in a small oh, locker room with a whole bunch of guys, and they're just like, yeah. All right. oh, I want to hit You smell Mom, like a, a seventh grader. Oh, Listen, yeah. okay, <laughs> so now this one comes dear and near. My my dear departed mother was afraid of snakes, and when they had the Florida house, they loaded the garage with mothballs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now comes word that um, <laughs> they're toxic yeah. And hazardous chemicals, including, and I won't even begin to try to pronunciate this or pronounce this, not even pronounce it. Yes, I won't pronounce it. It can cause cancer in animals, um, and which cause nausea and other digestive ailments. If you do so, use mothballs, place them in a sealed container. I don't know what that does if you put yeah. them in a sealed container and in an area with separate ventilation from the rest of your house. Yeah. I remember, just a real quick thing, um, my wife who passed away, Noreen, Greg's mom, we went down to visit uh, my parents in Florida, and they said we could use their car. <laughs> the car was in the garage where uh, there were tons of mothballs. We'd get in the car. All we could smell is mothballs. That was my childhood smell of remembering oh your God. parents, specifically right. Plastic baby bottles and tableware. Greg, take note, especially with oh, another one on I the way. I am 
Refillable plastic bottles, plastic dinnerware contained BPA, nope, a chemical we don't, we that's don't. unsafe. Oh, you know about this. It's not allowed case, in my house. Your wife's all over this. I know this. It's not allowed in my house. It can interfere with the natural human hormones. Please, folks, if you are, if you've got babies, if you're expecting, planning, look up this BPA so you know what's going on. Flame retardant. That's another problem. It's in our clothing. It's uh, upholstery, television, circuit boards saved many lives. However. The same life-saving chemicals that reduce the risk of fire have been linked to learning and memory problems in animals and cause cancer in humans. Really cool company, Hannah Anderson, for children's clothing. They do not put the flame retardants out of the country. All Pesticides. If you see obvious pesticides, listen, we just heard about Roundup being a, a cut. Yeah. Well, that doesn't really surprise a lot of people. But this is a problem we need to address and get on. Pesticide poisoning can occur after direct exposure to chemicals and may cause disruption of the nervous system, seizures, and other serious problems. We are out of time. My thanks for Chuck Crosby, Crosby Law Offices, being here. Thank you, buddy. No problem. See you next time. You bet. 499-6360. Also, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, 357-0813. Thank you, sir. Always a pleasure. Son Greg. Hey, brother. Uh, you can reach him on Instagram at We Sell Louisville. And you can reach me anytime, 376 5483. See you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.